What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network, also featured on the Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. How are you? She just looks so fresh and chipper <laughs> and ready She to go. needed the weekend, man. Believe me. Except for my weekend was crazy. Was so, it? So, oh yeah, lots of lots of things. Would you like no, we shift? need to do. We need to recreate Friday show more often, because that was fun. Okay. Uh, I got <laughs> stuff about it over the weekend. Like good stuff or bad stuff. Good stuff. Oh, okay. That's, that's the only good. thing they mentioned was. I'm that's just hilarious. I'm just Freaky trying to Friday. defend. You know, human rights out here. And uh, I don't think anybody was listening to what me outside of Terry on Friday. Listen. <laughs> listen. Corey agreed with me too deep down inside, but it's okay. Corey Ooh, was just upset because he didn't get to talk about the Lions. Unreal. Oh, yeah, that's right. We just trampled poor Corey. Oh, we God. were like, hey, sorry. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, here's what I want to do. First, before we get the show started, 78 years today. Do you know what the anniversary 78? is? 78? 78-year anniversary today. Do you know what it's about? Uh, no. Uh, 78th anniversary of D-Day, Normandy invasion. Oh, that's uh, right. By I the, heard U- that the United States. Yeah. It's also my anniversary today. Hey. Oh. One year, one year anniversary. I got married last year, June 6th. So, a uh, fun day. I'll never forget my anniversary because of uh, D-Day. So, that's good. So, did you plan that because you're Mr. Historian over here? Uh, no, I didn't, actually. It was, it was supposed to be June 13th. Oh. But okay. We ended up doing it a week early, uh, given work schedule, and I, I couldn't miss the week. Probably because she was so eager to get married to you. Let's yeah, do it yeah, a week early. Yeah, I don't early. think it was that. I don't think it was that, but uh, uh, insane. Seventy-eight years ago, man. Wow. That is a lifetime. Yeah, it was. Almost. It is, and most of those guys are not around. Yeah, and most uh, of those guys didn't live a life. True. So we could be doing what we're doing. So you got to be appreciative of that. So we can be clowning on uh, the internet. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Unbelievable. Let's get the show started. Uh, you have an issue with Javi Baez. I have an issue with the entire Tigers team, or excuse me, the entire Tigers team. Uh, they just can't hit a lick. Uh, usually, Terry, you know, to be fair, you play the Yankees, who are the best team in baseball right now. You lose the series, or even you get swept. Most teams, hey, you know what? We got to eat our medicine on this one. They're just a better team. Are you supposed to get shut out twice? <laughs> are you? Supposed to have a perfect game thrown against you through right. what six seven, jeez, uh, they they can't hit. And Javi Baez again, you know we want to talk about AJ Hinch, uh, he's not doing a good enough job. You look at your GM, Javi Baez, how's he doing? You fat GM. How's that? 
How you're fed, Jim. I mean, you said it, not me this <laughs> I, time. Yeah, because I know it was coming. <laughs> no, but see, Javi Baez was supposed to be the big <laughs> splash, and I I can't even say the man is in a slump, because to me, a batting slump is I'm just not hitting the ball. Javi Baez is chasing pitches well out of the strike zone. They they sent they sat him down for two days. Uh, I think Javi Baez needs a rehab in Toledo. Um, they need to send him away. They need to work on him uh, because he mentally is not there. He's already said he can't see the baseball, um, and that's a big problem. If you can't see something, you can't hit it, and he's already said that. So um, I um, and you know I was listening to the broadcast, and and Dan Dickerson said, well. The Tigers knew this. They knew this is what he does. He chases pitches. Well, why the hell did you sign him then? For an organization that has problems chasing pitches, why would you bring in another guy that chases pitches? It's baffling to me. That is supposedly your four-hitter. You know how important the four-hitter is in a major league lineup? That is the guy that you absolutely rely on. And you know who the team's best hitter is all season? Miguel Cabrera, yes, who is halfway into retirement right now. Right, that is unbelievable. There's no power in the lineup. There's no hitting for average in the lineup. There's just no hitting. Miggy Cabrera should be batting six and contributing now and then, not being pr- probably your most important offensive player. That's that's nuts. And you know your boy's gonna get off the hook. Who? Alavila. Well, no, I, you, you know what? Look, I like to think I'm a fair person, all right? I like to think that when I, I say something, I'm willing to acknowledge when I'm right and wrong. Fair? Fair. I think with Al Avila, this weekend has proven, given the work that you know Chris Fetter and A.J. Hinch have done, I think Al Avila is deserving of a 10-year extension. <laughs> you see mm, the team, you see the lineup. I think the, this is a guy that deserves another 10 years. Because eight wasn't enough to rebuild the team, <laughs> right? I think he needs another 10 to get this right. I am confident by 2032, this team should should win 85 games. You know what's going to happen? It's going gonna, gonna to happen around, I don't know, September, maybe August, late August. There's going to be a press conference. And we're going to see Alavila rubbing his face. And, oh, guys. Whew. I thought we had him this year, but these injuries just injuries. devastated us this year. Imagine. But what the question needs when he does that, the question that needs to be asked is, Al, you're right. The Tigers had a bunch of injuries. They're all pitching. You guys couldn't hit. So explain that. Explain why you deserve another five years or another year based on um, on that. He doesn't. Here's the other thing, brother. What's come? Is the trade deadline coming up? It is. Are they going to be? You know what? Forget if they're going to be buyers or sellers, Terry. Do you want this jackass being the one <laughs> making decisions? And I personally don't. So, yeah, come trade deadline, they're going to trade away a few pieces or buy a few pieces. This is the last guy I want going grocery shopping for me. He's proven over eight years. He has no idea how to do it. Yes, he drafted Tark Scooble, what, in the ninth round? <laughs> yes, he's drafted top five, what, four or five times now? Yes. Congratulations. But now you don't th- win through the draft in baseball. There are the recent examples are the Rays and the Astros. Typically what a team does is when they have a down year, 
They load up in free agency. They nail a few picks in the draft. And I'm not talking the 18-year-old high school pitcher that takes three, four, five years to come to the big leagues. I'm talking about a bat right out of college, out of high school. Doesn't matter. You see them in a year or two. Correct. Go but ask St. Louis what they think of Gorman, their kid that they took while we took Casey Mice. You no, know, I told you, I always keep telling the Tigers on the clock with A.J. Hinch. They should be on the clock with Al Avila. I, a know, normal, this, this a normal guy, franchise would. Yeah, this guy needs to be gone in a matter of weeks because he doesn't make good trades. And, and here's the other thing about the Tigers who are – Done with the rebuild, right? Or done with rebuilding? So what do you do this trade deadline? Do you do you add pieces? Hell no. I think you still excuse act me. like a team that's excuse rebuilding. Excuse me. What capital do they have to add pieces? They don't. What farm system do you have right now where you can throw it all away to make the wild card push or try and win your division? You tell hmm. me. It's non-existent. What Cody Clements? A few high school pitchers? Wow. Really crushing it out here, boys. Pathetic. Yeah, they, they're in trouble. Javi Baez. I mean, look, and you know what's funny is when you signed Baez, you knew. I'm willing to deal with all the strikeouts. I'm willing to deal with a subpar batting average, given he gets me 25, 27, 30 home runs. And he's not even on pace to do anything close to that. I think he's on pace for like 17 home runs this year. And he probably won't get that because now – People have more game film on him, and like I, there is no reason to throw this man a strike. So I think his home run production is even going to decrease even more. I I just want to know, you know, we we have these ongoing social media battles, people publicly defending Al Avila. Oh, well, look, the Tigers are only nine games under 500. Uh, what's wrong <laughs> with Al now? Well, now they're back to 12. And again, I would just, I have to ask the question, Terry. When's enough enough? The even nine games under 500 is not good enough for a franchise that's used that's gone to the couple World Series in the last decade, where there are expectations in this town. Um, with a franchise that said, "Hey, you know what? The rebuilding process is done." So does that mean this is the this is the top level that the Tigers get? If the rebuild is done, then that means the <laughs> Tigers' goal is to be. A, a little below 500. Do you have any good ill enough? will as a Tigers fan from 2006 to 2008 or 2010 to 2014? Anybody? Does anybody remember those years in like, man, man, just horrible years? No. No, but I still had some issues with the, with the way Jim Leland used his bullpen. 100%. I had which problems is fair. with that, that, but that's a nitpick but thing. But were they, were they, did they provide this town with the baseball that, you know, you'd like to think it deserves, given that it's a really great baseball town, but, but people they, on they did get you to the ALCS multiple times, a World Series. I mean, but the last World Series title was in 84. That's 38 years ago, Terry. Mm -hmm. This is, this is getting bad. Alavila's been there for eight years. I don't know a GM that needs eight years to put together a contender. And I'm just going to use a recent example, even though they are a bit of an extreme given they had a 100-year drought prior to this guy joining. Theo Epstein, if you remember with the Cubs, did not take him eight years to get them into the playoffs. I'm not even talking about the World Series that they won. Forget that. Let's talk about how he took them from irrelevant to in the NLDS, NLCS. And then eventually they won a World Series. 
Doesn't take long. Just got to know no, what you're particularly doing. Particularly with a division like this, you should have a three-year rebuild and be back in contention with these bums. Unbelievable. What uh, Again, again, if I were to change the oil in my car, take me hours, right? I have mm-hmm. no idea what the hell I'm doing. Never changed my oil before. If I go to the oil change, right down the, on the corner, how long do you think it'd take them? 10 minutes? 15 minutes? Yeah. And they like, they like to chit-chat, so it might take 15 people minutes. People that are proficient in their field typically mm-hmm. do things much faster than people who aren't. Right. You can apply the oil change concept to being a GM in baseball. If you're a good GM, it doesn't take long. If you're a fat, know-nothing GM, like Alavila is, here we are eight years later defending the guy. I can't believe this town sometimes. I really can't. It blows my mind. You think, easy, I walk in on a Monday morning, you know, man, it's a consensus. Everybody in town understands this guy is a problem. Nope. The hell is that, Terry? I, I guess we are um, we're a, a city of fat cats. Uh, we believe too much. And guess what? My oil change guy, skinny. I'm telling so you. So you can even apply that to the oil change guy. I won't comment on mine because it'll break that theory. So we're <laughs> just going to leave that there. <laughs> uh, look, I, I do want to wrap up uh, with this. I think he's as bad as Matt Millen. Now, I understand the Tigers, or excuse me, the Lions were beyond pathetic. What was it, a seven-year stretch, eight-year stretch? Not even. It was about six, seven years, correct, with Matt Millen? It was eight. It was he, a- he, he got an extension after the fifth year and hung around for two or three more years. He oversaw some of the worst, one of the lowest winning percentages of a GM. He was really bad. He was all- the lowest of all time. So this is... This is just as bad, in my opinion. This is baseball. This is a team. You took over a team that was in the ALCS. And you know what you did with them? Who had won the division for four years. You got to the wild card by the skin of your teeth. But essentially with that core roster, you took over. And then everything that you were going to sell, you got nothing for. That alone is a fireball offense. But here we are, still still dealing with Al Avila on a Monday morning. I do not disagree with you at Al Avila. But is he getting help from the front office? What do See, you the front office is different, too. Alavila's bad. Chris Illich is bad, too. Uh, Mike Illich did not start out as a good owner. He only cared about the wings, and he was afraid he'd lose so much money with the Tigers. But at some point, he said, you know what? I don't like the way things are going. Get me a hitter or get me a pitcher. I don't know their names, but get me one. And he would tell Dave Dombrowski, and they would sit there and strategize. I don't think that's happening. Well, of course, because, again, Chris is allowing Al to run the entire operation. Al isn't just the GM. He's also, the, I believe, the president of the team. And he's running the company for them. So was Dave. So, yeah, but Dave is a smart guy. Again, (laughs) there's a big difference here. But he had an owner that said, dude. He did. He did, to be fair, especially down the stretch. Let's get me something. Yeah, again, when there's no desire from ownership to put out a product that the fan base would enjoy, what do you do? And they can sit there and say they care or they say they want to put out a winning product, but, again, actions speak louder than words. Are you going to get rid of Al Bundy? And I don't think they're going to do it. You know who used to say for decades, we want to win. You know who used to say that? He used to pound the table all pissed off.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Detroit Lions. B- William Clay Ford Sr. would say, I want to win as bad as anybody. Wouldn't do anything about it. So you can talk junk, but if you don't do anything, you're just talking. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, Terry, I got a big issue uh, with really the first two games of the NBA Finals. Uh, I think we're not talking enough about this, uh, especially given the series is tied 1-1. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But before we do, Maddie, could you tell us what's popping off over at Big Boy? Yes, I can. It is the Strawberry Fest. They brought back some of the favorite items like the Strawberry French Toast, hotcakes, and waffle. And let's not forget, they have lunch as well. So they have a new Strawberry Bacon Chicken Wrap, a Crispy Chicken Wrap, and a Strawberry Salad. But don't forget, they've got dessert as well. They have a very delicious Strawberry Pie for just $1.99 when you spend $7.99 or more. So head on over to your local Big Boy. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Lemieux and McCarty, who've had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. They were talking to one another. Woodward Sports. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Man, I missed you this weekend. I know, everybody did. <laughs> I missed you too. Don't worry. We should have been on the golf course seeing this man blaze a trail of glory across the golf course. I had a great weekend golfing. I worked all weekend. So. I know. <laughs> I needed to golf. I hadn't golfed all basically all season, so it's been rough out here. Anyways. I pulled weeds if anybody cares. Hell yeah. I bought a, uh, pre- a water, pre- whatever you call it. In the water cooler? No, a water pressure machine. Oh. Oh, um, yeah, to, so you can yeah, get yeah. all the... Clean yeah, out, clean thinking. my... Uh, Clean my driveway, clean the gutters. Wow. Oh, you bought a power washer. Power washer. That's it. Power, power washer. washer. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse you got me. the right terminology. You tried. Yeah, it's all good. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I got a water pressure machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for, I don't know why. I forgot what the hell it was called. I bought it literally Saturday. I don't no idea how I forgot. But anyways, point is. Point <laughs> is. I'm sure you've all watched the NBA Finals. I have. Uh, Terry? Yes. I told you before the series, I thought Warriors in five. Boston comes out, 
steal game one, right? Everyone's feeling good about Boston. Warriors dominate the game in game two. For me, the series is over. If you watch seven of the eight quarters, the Warriors have played better basketball. They have outplayed the Boston Celtics. It looks easier for Golden State. It looks difficult throughout the game for Boston. You saw last night, we don't talk enough about, you know, we always talk about how physical Boston is, how defensively efficient Boston is. The hell's Golden State doing? They've actually outplayed Boston for seven of the eight quarters. The only quarter they didn't outplay them is the fourth quarter of game one where they botched a 12-point lead and they lost 40-16. to 16. One quarter Boston has been significantly better. The rest, I would argue, Golden State has. And we're talking about a series that's tied 1-1. Boston struggles on the road. I believe Boston at home is 4-5 or 5-4 at home in the playoffs this year. I expect the Warriors to take this up in five. I think it's done. I really do. Well, they should, but if you're Boston, you're feeling good about yourself. You've been outplayed seven of eight quarters on the road, but you're 1-1, so now you get to come home. See, that to me is terrifying because it took a 16-point quarter from the Golden State Warriors uh, for you to have a chance. Yes, in both games at halftime, it, uh, it was relatively close, but in the third quarter, like the Warriors always do, they separate themselves. And they did it in both games. If I'm Boston, I'm terrified because Jason Tatum doesn't look like himself. Although, I got to say, he did rebound in game two. Uh, Jalen Brown was irrelevant outside of the first seven, eight minutes in the first quarter, and then he got quiet. Marcus Smart, what, two points? Irrelevant. Grant Williams, a few points here and there, nothing special. Al Horford, didn't call his name much. Oh, Derek White, how, oh, all the guys that it took for them to win game one, which was by the skin of their teeth, basically, had average games or a normal level games. If they play like that the rest of the series, which it looks like they will, this is a team that, in my opinion, doesn't have a chance. Yeah, but the the thing with role players, entirely different people at home than they are on the road, and particularly during the playoffs. Um, the the two teams that we're going to watch Friday and Sunday or whenever they play will be entirely different than the two teams that you saw playing game one and two. That's just the way it goes. Now, Golden State, yes, could be better. It depends because they've got that championship pedigree, but – there is something about, you know, the NBA is a home league. You win at home. You win 70%, 80% of the time at home. Um, guys that can't make a basket on the road, all of a sudden they're, they're like heroes at home. They have that crowd. So I think this is going to go seven. Golden State will win it. But uh, they're, 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 they, ha they still have to overcome that bad quarter in game one. It should be 2-0 when you just look at the two teams, but it's not. So when you give somebody life, they're like, okay, I got shot a few times, but I'm still still moving, still doing my thing, and it gives them confidence. Uh, Golden State gave Boston confidence, and that's the last thing you want to give an NBA team. Well, we've seen it all year with the Warriors. When they win, Terry, they win big. Sure. That's how they, that's how they play. And I expect this team to go out and steal game three. And look, Boston may split the series, and they may take it to six. I think five is is 
almost inevitable. I think Draymond Green stepped up, by the way. Michigan State alum. He was he was every bit of what you needed if you were Golden State. He was a jackass. He was a jack, but he's playing on that edge where he is he's threatened to get kicked out of games. Mm-hmm. He is I think he's really at that point where Draymond could go either way. Yeah, he could be an emotional thing, but I, I think he's right at the edge where you know, he could do like he did a few years ago. When it's time to beat LeBron, he's not there because he forgets what he's doing. I, I don't think he plays smart. I think, well, let me put that back. He plays a smart game, but he's a dumbass during the game. I mean, yes, you're trying to agitate people, but you agitate people without risking getting kicked out yourself. And I think he's... He's lost that focus. I mean, there are multiple points in the game where you're looking like, oh, he's going to get a technical. And the refs, they held the whistle to their credit. But Yeah, but you know what? He is the one wild card that could absolutely kill Golden State. True, Broham. But you know, in Boston, they'll kick his ass out. They they probably didn't want to do it in San Francisco. But they'll do that when he's on the road. So referees are not stupid. Easier for them to get out of the TD Garden than... sure. Yeah, they'll be heroes, man. They'll they'll carry them out on those little um here, Maddie, help me out. What are those things when the king and the queen they would carry them out? Not a chariot, but the, the slaves would carry them out on the things. Um I know what you're talking about, but I can't Well, they'll carry them out on something special. How about that? If he if they kick Draymond Green out in Boston. Yeah, I mean San Francisco, they might. Clay Thompson beat again. You th- you're, you're losing to Golden State, seven of eight quarters, with Clay Thompson basically looking like a shell of himself. Uh, Jordan Poole just had a good game too, uh, but the stats, or excuse me, the points are inflated because he played a fourth quarter against a bunch of nobodies. And let's be real, that insane ending <laughs> to the third quarter, uh, that that 40 second stretch was amazing to watch. I mean, the guy was. He now knows what it feels like to be Steph Curry. Right. Steph Curry does that on a nightly basis. I think Clay Thompson, um, and I think he's lost his confidence. Like, Clay, before, when he rises, he knows what's going in. Right now, he doesn't know if, if it's going in or going into the third row when he shoots now. I, I, I He needs to uh, penetrate the cup. He needs to uh, attack the basket more, um, feel good about himself. And then <clears throat> hit, you know, start hitting his three pointers. I will say though, you know, track record matters, right? And I'm sure Draymond is officiated differently. But if you watch the game last night, everybody on Boston is antagonizing and trying to get Draymond to say or do something. And the refs don't call that either. And I noticed that last night, and I'm just looking like, yeah, you know. It's funny that Draymond, granted, again, he does have history. I guess that does matter. But if you're officiating every game as its only game, you would look at and say, oh, look at what Marcus Smart is doing. Look what Grant Williams, Robert Williams are doing. Look at all these guys that they have going up on Draymond. Talking game, and nothing happens. But when Draymond opens his mouth, oh, we're afraid a technical is about to happen. It's kind of a double standard. No, I, that because he's way more demonstrative than other people. Um, the refs know what Draymond Green is trying to do. He's, I think the other guys are just talking trash because that's what they do. Draymond is trying to 
affect the game. He's trying to get people off their game. And uh, he does it in a very demonstrative way. And he does it w- way differently than everybody else. I don't think there's a double standard. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> he, he'll, he'll, he'll get teed up in Boston. <laughs> Watch. I'm excited. <laughs> Look, I, I think Golden State are Maybe just twice. better. But I think Boston <clears throat> probably could split the series at home. Maybe force game six, but my money right now all in on Golden State. I think they're they're just a better team. I think they find open looks much easier. Although, to be fair, Terry, they go stretches where they're careless with the basketball. They don't play a lick of defense. That's a problem. So if Boston can capitalize on that, yeah, we may have a series. But okay, I mean it's like game one, the fourth quarter. I think you know Golden State said we got this, we done, and so. I don't care who you're playing. You got to play that 48 minutes. 100%. And 100%. Were, well, we good. Uh, well, Golden State's good, and I'm good because I bet a lot of money on Golden State last night, and that felt really good. Is that why you got that pretty little T-shirt there? Uh, this was a, a gift from uh, some golf company. Uh, I forget when I got it. Because you shot so well this weekend, they gave you a yeah, gift. Yeah, <laughs> I guess something like that. <laughs> so you, you're technically a pro now. Um, no, no, I wish. That'd be awesome. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, wherever you want to bet, make sure you do it at my bookie bet from anywhere, anytime using my bookie sign up today using code Woodward, of course, uh, to get your first deposit matched up to 50%. Guys, it's free money. You put in 100, they'll give you 50 bucks. That's 150 bucks to bet with. Take advantage of the free money. And if you struggle or have a gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure, and at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risks, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. Six dark corners, a driveway and a patio, five windows that could become doors, Every house has unique security challenges. Guardian Alarm has more tech, more team, and more ways to help keep them all safe. Get a professionally designed and installed security and smart home system from Guardian Alarm. Sign up today and get a free video device. Guardian Alarm. Smart. Right from the start. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Woodward Sports, Detroit's winning sports network. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. It's Monday morning. We're having a great time. Oh, we're having a great time over here. Me and Terry are having a blast. You're just sitting over there moping around. <laughs> I don't mope. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, she's oh, not a mope. Man. I've never seen her mope. Exactly. She's been she slouched back this morning, just chilling. Spirited and feisty. I chilled wow. for one commercial break. <laughs> so a total of 30 seconds. All right, we may be a bit dramatic right now, but fine. Fair enough. Again, do I have to revisit the conversation we had where I am the least dramatic person in the Do we have to revisit oh Friday's boy. conversation? Freaky no. Friday. <laughs> All right, so don't you go. Do <laughs> Moping Madeline. Moping no, Madeline. that's not a thing. <laughs> We're not going right. to start that now. Terry, Jeff Akuda returning this year. Uh, ideally healthy for the Detroit Lions. Uh, question this morning is, 
Will he be a plus player? Will he be an impact player? Will he be somebody that... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does make a difference for this football team. Well, um, I've been thinking about this. Okay. And when you look at Jeff Okuda, yes, he has been a bust. Yes, he's been injured. But we also have to consider this. He was a bust under the Quintricia or Matt Patricia coaching. There were clowns coaching in there. Now you have to believe that if this coaching staff is so great and we believe in them, the Jeff Okuda should be a better football player. They will find uh, a different role for him. He'll he'll play with a different mindset. Um, he'll play with more spirit and more passion. And I have to believe that at the end of this season, we may not forget that he was the number three pick overall, but we will forget that he was a bust, that he's going to show – signs and he will be a plus player this year because of the coaching staff and he's not under that other regime that guys were willing to quit for just didn't want to play for i think that matters for sure i mean what did we talk about last year with aaron glenn right he did a hell of a job a hell of a job coaching up players and yeah i'd expect jeff akuta to get not only get that coaching but be a beneficiary he didn't get that Aaron Glenn because he, he was injured early yeah. in the season. Yeah, look, I, I think he'll be a plus player for sure. You can consider him another first-round pick on top of Hutchinson and Jameson Williams if you want. Is he going to be one of the most dynamic corners in the league? Probably not. I don't think that's a fair expectation. I don't think we'll ever, we'll ever live down the number three overall pick. That's just something that is attached to him. And if he turns out to be a good corner, great. Still not number three overall worthy. No, so we not. just got to forget about that because if if we continue to talk about how he was the number three overall pick, I don't believe we're doing ourselves any justice, number one. Two, we're just talking in circles. You know he becomes? The defensive Eric Ebron. That we will nitpick everything he does wrong, and then if he does something well, won't acknowledge it. So, yeah, I don't want I don't want it to get to that point. Even though I'm very frustrated about the draft pick, that's not his problem either. So, he's coming off of injury. He looks good. He looks better than before for sure. He looks a lot faster. Uh, physically, he's in good shape. Coming off an Achilles injury is tricky, for sure. But yeah, he's he has to be Terry. It's not that can he be. He has to be. He has to be an impact player this year. Three years. 
by the end of the year, if he hasn't produced anything, one, you're not picking up the fifth-year option, and two, you're going to have to address the corner position. And if this guy can be a, a decent number one in the NFL in terms of corner or just a damn good number two, fine. Live with it. There's nothing you can do. You can't go back and take him at number 15, number 30. Hell, if you did a redraft right now, he'd probably go mid-20s. And I'm being generous on that one. So, because I don't know a team that would want to see their corner taken in the first round, not play for the first two years, but beyond the point. But let's throw in Aiden Hutchinson, factor two. The, and the philosophy under Matt Patrician, I don't know how he got away with this. He did not want to attack the quarterback. You know, we'll play sound defense and we don't. Now you've got to, I, I, I think when everything is shakes out, that the Lions are finally going to say, we're attacking Aaron Rodgers. We're attacking Kirk Cousins. We're attacking Justin Fields. So if that's the case, your corners automatically will look better because they don't have to cover some guy for five, six, or seven seconds. It's three seconds, and we're done. That's going to make you look better. 100%. I mean, that's what we were arguing before the draft. How important is a pass rush? When you get pressure on a, you know, it's so funny. Joe Burrow did an interview, I want to say last week, two weeks ago. And he talked about why quarterback sacks are like one of the most overrated stats. Because he said, like, sometimes I'll get sacked and it's because of a, you know, a bad route or a miscommunication or it could be just they got pressure on me. Fine. But he said the, the true value of a defensive line is getting pressure on me. As a quarterback, they sack me, they sack me. But getting a pressure is just as impactful as a sack, in his opinion. I thought that was really interesting. And I thought about it a lot, and I said, well, what does he mean? Well, are you affecting my arm angle on a throw? Are you affecting the timing on the route? Do I need that extra split second for my receiver to cut back from his route? Uh, there's so many factors. And if you can at least just be top, uh, top half of the league in pressures... That alone is going to make your secondary so much better. And that's the expectation now. They went all in last year, two defensive, uh, excuse me, two interior defensive linemen, right? And then this year, two defensive edges. And I think that is a big deal. This is a team that understands they need to win at the line of scrimmage. They know that's how they're built, especially on the offense. The offense goes through that offensive line. Ideally, the defensive line this year is the best unit on the field for the Detroit Lions. And again, if my pass rushers are giving the quarterback a three, three and a half second clock, I can, I can guard this guy for three seconds. I could stay close to him for three seconds. Everybody gets beat in the NFL. So it's an offensive I, I game. I hear Joe Burrow. When, when you listen to announcers, when they criticize a quarterback, a lot of times they say, well, he threw off his back foot. <clears throat> quarterback only throws off his back foot if somebody's in his face and he's got a throw the ball up here rather than fire the ball. Uh, a quarterback very, very rarely throws off his back foot, which is a criticism if there's nobody in his face. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, actually. Uh, he threw up. Uh, yeah, because there's a guy in his face trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. What is he supposed to do? Eat the hit? You then just got to get rid of any way you can. Uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers and other quarterbacks uh, can throw off their back foot and still be effective. Yeah, look, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is special, but 
again, we, we talk a lot about how Steph Curry changed the game of basketball. We're seeing quarterbacks now just throw at angles, throw off their back foot, throw off a one foot, not even both feet planted. Hell, both feet off the ground, they're throwing the football. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, the, the position's changing. They're getting a lot better. Quarterbacks are a lot better now. They can throw the ball harder. They can throw it further, more accurately. They're just going to keep getting better and better. And, again. They're a lot better and they're a lot different. Absolutely. They're playing the game differently than how do you, they used How to. do you shut down a quarterback like Tom Brady? You pray. You pray, but what's the best way? If I told you you pressure. could do one thing good in a, in, in a football Even game. Even Tom Brady, if you give him pressure, he's not as good. Wasn't that the knock on him when he lost two Super Bowls to the Giants? Oh, Tom Brady's human. You just get pressure on him. Yeah, dumbass. You get pressure on any quarterback, they're going to struggle. But you know what? Kansas City was going to beat Tampa a couple years ago. And then what happened? Uh, Patrick Tampa Mahomes. Killed Patrick Mahomes. Yep, yep. Lost his tackles. And then all of a sudden, he became human. Yeah, human. No, he was just running for his life. I think the number of that game, he ran 261 yards out of the pocket, running for his life. Right. That, that's, how you, that's how you get to a quarterback. You don't drop back into coverage and say, I'm going to beat Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to beat Tom Brady. I'm going to beat Joe Burrow. That's how the NFL works. Bend but don't break don't work. Never works. Uh, it used to work. Back in the day, yes, you could do that. You can get away with it. Today you can't. You either get to the quarterback or you don't. There's a reason why the defensive edge position is the second highest paid position in football. And there's a reason why the left tackle is so highly paid. Because they protect the quarterback. It's that simple. They've made this a movie a, about it. This is such a simple <laughs> game. It's unbelievable to me how like we, we overcomplicate things sometimes. Draft Kyle Hamilton, number two overall. Oh, he could line up as a linebacker in the slot and in the safety. And he could get to the quarterback. These people. Never got a sack at Notre Dame, by the way. Isn't Those that funny? Are your people. But, uh, my people. Oh, yeah. Well, point is, uh, mocking aside, mocking <laughs> they aside. They are your people. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if they're <laughs> Mock, mocking and jokes aside. What do we always say about young quarterbacks in the NFL? What do they need to flourish? They need to be protected, mm-hmm. right? You want to have a solid run game? Oh, they need weapons, right? You need weapons to throw to. Right. Well, how do you get after and how do you make him better? Oh, well, you protect him and you get him weapons. <laughs> Whoa. How do you stop an opposing quarterback? You and get, get him a seven-foot tight end where he can that would be ideal. dump off the that would ball be ideal, when he's in trouble. I'm, I'm just saying this is this is ridiculous. Again, I, I got Akuda wishing him well. Hope he does well. The defensive line, I think, will be a bigger reason why this year. And I guess you could lock on that he would be an impact player. He is going to be a plus one. He is. He hasn't been available. Now, is he going to be... Very impactful? I don't know. Probably not, but the perception of him will be a little less than what he actually is. Even if he plays average all year, if he's just there all year and he plays, I think people will lighten up on him. But at the end of the day, you're never going to live down that you were the number three overall pick. That's always going to be in the back of people's minds. As it should be, though. That's the reality. and, and, And I'm saying if Akuda becomes a nine out of ten, the fan base would judge him as a seven because he was picked at number three. So they're not going to give Excuse him me? as much love, huh? A seven? That's too high. If he's a nine? What do you mean? 
I'm, I'm, if, okay, if, I'm sorry. If, I'm not following. Let's say if he's playing at a level. Like a Pro that, Bowl level? Yeah. Or, or just let's give him an eight. Just a little below Pro Bowl. Okay. That, you know, he's doing some things out there looking pretty good. Not quite a Pro Bowler, but he's solid. The fan base here will judge him more harshly than he deserves, and they will view him as a 6 out of 10 player rather than the 8 out of 10 player that he is. If you get my drift. Yeah, look, if he has a Pro Bowl year. You still look confused. Yeah, I mean, look, if he spends the next two years playing at a Pro Bowl level, it's still not worthy of a number three overall pick. He could have been a Pro Bowler all four or five years of his first contract. And you would still question the pick. So we just got to forget about that. He's on the roster. You're not going to change what happened. Hopefully he gives you good, a good amount of snaps this year and he stays healthy. That's all you can ask for. You know what Bob Quinn said when he was criticized for taking him at three? He's like, oh, he's a good player. I don't see why you can't take a cornerback at three. I've never, I never read that. You know, that's why Bob Quinn will never get another job in his life and neither will Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Sepp is the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mac Jones had a decent rookie year. About to hit the tank this year. What a disaster. Speaking of uh, offensive play calling, I actually wanted to bring that up. Um, do you have an issue with Dan Campbell saying the Lions will likely make the decision uh, decision on who's going to be the primary play caller shortly, quote, before the season? starts uh, we'll get to that in a little bit but before we do i gotta tell you about planet fitness where i spent my morning this morning planet fitness get your mental and physical health in shape zero down ten dollars a month is how you can get started your fitness is essential visit planetfitness.com or one of their many metro detroit locations and get your life back in your hands when you need apparel there's only one place to go big frog in novi With no setup fees, no artwork fees, no minimum, and a 24-hour turnaround, you can have your whole team outfitted in no time. Embroidery, direct-to-garment, vinyl, and screen printing, Big Frog has it all in all the styles you want. So whether it's a sports team, fundraiser, school event, or corporate needs, Big Frog is your one-stop destination. Visit bigfrog.com slash novi or call 844-4-BIG-FROG. Hey, Scott from the Woodward Bet Show. The crew and I came off another hot week. You guys got to make sure you're checking us out at 4.30 over at the Woodward Bet's YouTube page. You also got to make sure you check out OddsTrader.com. It's the best place to check all the odds at all the different sports books. It's got live scoring, play-by-play updates, everything you need right in the palm of your hand. And also, hey, we got to get back to that winner. Let's look at the Boston Red Sox tonight to beat the Angels. Angels are going to make it 11 in a row. They can't seem to win a game to save their life. Woodward Bet's, OddsTrader.com. Check it out. Detroit has the best sports fans in the world. That's why they deserve the best sports coverage in the world. We are the Woodward Sports Network. Our friends at Alto Equipment know that when it comes time to getting your job completed on budget and on schedule, uptime matters. That's why Alto Equipment has partnered with the biggest names in construction. If you've got a big project coming up, don't worry, Alto Rents has you covered. Give them a call today at 844-GO-TO-ALTA. Alta Equipment, where uptime matters. All right, Alta Equipment, where uptime matters. You know what else matters, Maddie? You matter. You, you matter. matter. You matter. No, you matter. No, you matter. 
Aww. All right, we had our moment today. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm, I'm over in tears over here. <laughs> Terry, you matter too. No, 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 no. This I, is our I don't matter. I'm just, I'm just here trying to keep the ship <laughs> floating. Oh, man. How was your weekend, by the way? I didn't ask. Uh, it was Rude. hot and cold. Uh, I, I was able to escape and do some things I wanted, but Good. mostly I had to pull weeds. All right. Somebody's got to do it. I know. Well, I got to buy flowers soon, but there was nowhere to put them because the flower bed was choked with weeds. Yeah. I, I don't know why, whether it was the rain or sewage backup when Michigan was flooding, but there's an exceptional amount of weeds this year. I did not have this problem last year. Don't know what the hell's going on, but. I pay somebody to do that. Yeah, no, I take care of it myself. <laughs> I enjoy it. I don't know if you enjoy it, Terry, but I actually like doing I my yard work. I do not, and, and uh, you know what? I got all the dirt out of my fingernails, finally. There you go. So that's good. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> look, Terry, a lot of people have an issue with uh, something I think is a non-issue, which is Dan Campbell saying, we're not going to name the primary play caller up until, quote, shortly before the season, whether that's preseason, um, whether that's right before the preseason starts, or right the week before the regular season i don't think it matters uh, i know braylon made a big deal of you know man you know it was really important for us to know who was calling the plays uh, you know no no your your job is to run your route quarterback's job right. is to do his job offensive line have their job you guys don't need to worry about who's calling the plays what you guys need to worry about is do you understand the playbook do you understand the verbiage are you running the routes correctly are you executing the plays correctly and I think in the building, I think they all know who's the primary play caller already. Just because they haven't publicly announced it means nothing. I think this is a non-story in my opinion. I have no problem with them holding out till the day before the first regular season game against Philly. I have no problem. They could hold out until the day before Philly, or they can announce it today, and I don't give a damn. Um, and I don't, you know, if if uh, let me uh, say to our friend Braylon. If you need to know who's calling plays to be effective, then y'all are weaker than I thought you were. I mean, the play comes in, you run it. Who the hell cares who it's coming from? Now, there could be a different philosophy. I, I get that. But the bottom line is a play is called, whether it's by Dan Campbell or Jesus, Jesus, Oopsie the Clown, who the hell cares? Just run the damn thing effectively. What difference does it make? It doesn't make a difference to me. Again, I believe Dan Campbell has his hands all over this offense right now. I think you saw it down the stretch last year. Him and Ben Johnson clicked. The offense turned it around after Anthony Lynn was benched, essentially, if that's what you want to call it. Right, and, and even if Dan Campbell is not calling plays, you there's going to be a time where maybe it's third and four, and Dan Campbell will say, Give me your best running play or give me your best passing play. And he'll make the decision. Right. And then you make the decision. But I'm telling you what area to concentrate or focus on. I think Dan is doing the right thing. One, Ben Johnson, I believe, will be calling the plays, as he should. But I think a lot of it's, it's going to be a two-way street in terms of communication. Dan Campbell's going to have the headset on, Terry. He's going to hear the plays that are being called. And if he doesn't like something... He's going to be vocal about it. It's that simple. I, again, this is a big non-issue for me. Uh, 
we need to know early so we can prepare. Shut the hell up. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't want to know. All right. Even though I feel like I already know. Let me explain something that's going on here so you can move on with your life. I appreciate it. Football players and football coaches want us to believe what they do is brain surgery. That is so complicated. Uh, It's so intricate. They don't want you to believe that you can figure this stuff out. So that's why they say stuff. Well, no, we got to we got to find out as quickly as possible. No, they don't. That's crap. And Braylon, you're full of crap. Hey. Call them all out. I like that. I don't give a damn. Good. I don't give a damn either. Call them out. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I will say top of the hour, we got the Detroit Lions blitz. Terry, you're going to ask me five questions. I have no idea what the hell they are. No, and that's planned. And I, It's got to be spontaneous. I'm curious. And you got to be quick. I'm I don't ve- want filibusters from you. I'm very curious. I don't like surprises. I don't like surprises, at by all. the way. No, Tough. I did not. <laughs> Nine, yeah. 9-16, we got a great topic that I think me and you will disagree on, actually. The Armando Uh-oh. Galarraga perfect game or imperfect game, excuse me, should it be overturned by uh, the MLB. And then, of course, after that, we're going to have some fun. Are we? We're going to have some fun. Special surprise for you, Fish. Are we not having fun right now? Yeah, we we should be having fun now. We're always having a blast. Yeah, but we're not slapstick. Yeah, not yet. We haven't gotten to uh, Friend Zone yet. Ah, Friend Zone Friday. (laughs) We're not getting back to Friend Zone. I'm just saying. Terry, I told him, I said, we we should have a whole segment dedicated to my thoughts every day. We I like should. That. We All should. Right. I think you should be a bigger part of the show. What are you thinking about right Ooh. now? What am I thinking about right yeah. now? I'm if going there's on a, a little bubble later. box over oh. your head, what would it say? Go for if it. If there's a bubble? No, the, the little cartoon. Yeah, the little bubble box. Bubble what bubble? are you thinking about right now? Tell I us. I just told you, I'm going on a date tonight. Oh. All right, what's That's the individual's what name? How I'm did you go on a date tonight? Tonight hasn't happened yet. No, I'm going on a date. going on one. Okay. And so I'm thinking about like. All the go? ways that he's probably going to stand me up. <laughs> oh, okay. What's his name? Um, his name is Jake from State Farm. Hell yeah. Is it actually not? Jake? <laughs> it is. Is he from State name. Farm? No. Does he oh, work at State Farm? No? That's not. unfortunate. Did he have khakis? <laughs> if he wears khakis, is that a... Is that a... <laughs> is that absolute right no? Yeah. Oh, okay. What are well, Maddie's gonna three happen. things that can't happen on a date? Three things that can't happen on a date. Yeah, for you. you cannot chew with your mouth open. Yeah, okay. that's, that's a big no-no. That's number one. Yeah. Number two. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like there's like a whole lot of. There should be a list. Three things where you wouldn't go on a second date if it happened. Uh, Chewing with too your much. mouth full. What else? Talking too like, much. I don't know. Just don't be weird. Well, don't be on your phone the whole time. Oh. Okay, okay like that's a good that's, one. Yep. That's bad. Agree. And. Don't be like overly a dummy. Just like overly talkative. That's me. Like don't you don't need to fill all mean? of the air with words. So like let you talk or just don't talk so much. Well both. both. But like so like I went on a date like a month ago, and this guy was just like super, like close to me and just like talking the whole time yeah, and then, like I'm like eating my food and he's like yeah. slapping me on the back like oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like <laughs> it's not good. What the hell? Well, what, what kind of people you do you probably one of the guys with? so he slapped you on the back. Yeah. He what thought kind of, wrong, Terry. Right. He thought wrong. I told I'll, you I'm I'll sitting here three. waiting on this guy to just blow me off anyways. So why is there a reason why? There's gotta be a reason. Well I don't know. I just like When I was dating I had three turnoffs. 
Oh. Bad breath. Okay. And of course, you know, you got, how are you doing, yep. honey? You know, I couldn't stand <laughs> that. Uh, milk mouth. Oh, yeah. Milk mouth, I could, milk mouth is when you open your mouth and you see that white saliva. Yeah, the, the saliva yeah. bubbles come out. It's coming out, and it's like it's like a, a thing of spaghetti. Every time oh, yeah. you talk, it kind of comes like this. Yeah. I couldn't stand that. And also, excessive dandruff. Oh, okay. You just kind of look at her hair, and it's like, oh, man, look at that. It's like coming yeah, out hygiene, at you. Yeah, hygiene was yeah. the biggest one yeah, for me, always. Yeah, take a shower before you date. On a date, so, hygiene, the way they eat matters, in my opinion. Oh, so much. <laughs> like it's, it's so <laughs> it, gross. It is a thing. I agree with you. Like, you could take one bite of your food, and I already know if I want to go on a next date. <laughs> I mean, I, I've walked out on a date before. <laughs> oh, tell us that story, Adam. All right. Uh, so I was invited out for a double date. Oh. I didn't know this individual. Okay. Uh, my friend was trying to hook up with this individual you know so he was taking her out on a date figured you know what her friends in town why doesn't adam step up and be my wingman all right here we go sounds like a plan so i agree to go out on the date how do you not he this girl that he was interested in is pretty attractive good looking girl takes care of herself and then i was left with a boar and i'm not joking the literal definition of a boar and i'm just sitting there like this is not happening to me right now (laughs) hygiene off Okay. Uh, the way she eats was disturbing. <laughs> okay. And I literally got up in the middle of the restaurant. And walked away? And I, I like, kind of made a scene. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing this shit. Oh, oh. I said, have a good night. And I left. <laughs> and <laughs> no, that, that was, a, that was a, a fun night. Let's just put it that way. He came home. He's like, what the hell happened? I said, what the hell was that? <laughs> I said, don't you ever invite me out with like that? He's like, I didn't know she looked like that. I said, well, now you know. <laughs> So that that was the whole thing. That was out yeah. when I was in uh, San Francisco. Oh, I walked down on a date when I was dating. This uh, woman had never been to downtown Birmingham. Oh, and she was like, "Ooh, this Birm- it Birmingham is really nice." I'm like, "Okay, yeah." So this girl got so relaxed and so why. happy. She we're walking out. She she took her shoes off and started doing swinging them. And I'm like, oh. "Okay, I'm out." She, she's a weirdo. She probably sleeps under a rock or something. She was or probably from Flat Rock or Bug Tussle, yeah, Mississippi. For, or for all of like you that. superheroes in the chat, if I could saying? show you a picture, none of you would jump on that grenade. You would <laughs> rather die than deal with what I had to deal with that night. I am telling you the literal definition of a bore. And not just, oh you know, a maintained God. one. I'm talking a wild bore. <laughs> oh, I'm the, uh, she have big teeth hanging out like this? Like, Jesus Ugh. Christ, man. Oh, my oh speaking of Fish. teeth, uh, another rejection. Um, Bad teeth are a big one. No, somebody sure. uh, set me up with this girl, and she like, was missing two? like five teeth. Oh, like, okay. Here. Okay, that's not a good friend. Right. You should have left your friend. So. Uh, my friend tried to set me up with somebody that was missing their teeth. Chickens. Yeah, they I mean. They probably play hockey. Well, if they play Maybe hockey, she that's play a different hockey. story. Because I had a boyfriend that had, was missing a tooth once. But she was so happy that, I mean, she was so upset that I didn't call her for a second date. She said, oh, I thought you were going to like me. I was going to be a little chocolate chip. I'm oh, like, nah, boy. If you had five more teeth, maybe you had a <laughs> shot. <laughs> but and I, I don't want to go out. I got to take you out for soup every time we go out. That's not happening. That's Dave Schultz, uh, he says, did she fart like Pumbaa? No, but she looked like it. <laughs> Fish, what does your ideal date look like? 
Uh, Tell the people. Choose whatever the girl wants. Fish is not the best what person to ask. <laughs> Chuck says, nobody said you had to take her to bed. Just, you just need to keep her busy while your boy got his. No, no. <laughs> See, that's what you guys need to understand. My job as a wingman, yes, is to you know, make sure my friend hits a home run. But when they set you up with a disaster like that, they don't deserve anything. Wingmanning is, but like that was a different situation because you guys were going on like a double date. Yeah, that's yeah, different. Like, like, well, that's my happiness matters too. Because Actually, it does more like at a bar, you're it trying does, to get the guy me. a first date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I mean, that was that was a disaster. That was a disaster. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I've 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 left dates early too, where I just pay the bill and I just leave. I don't even finish. Wow. And you just you never hear. Yep. From I just walk up. Irish goodbye. What is that? Like when you just like say you're going to the bathroom. And no, no, no. I, I'm very direct and blunt. I said I'm not enjoying my time. I'm leaving. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. But, but you're going to make a scene about it, right? Yeah, I'm super direct. <laughs> how do, well, how do you aware. not know this by now? No, I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm I'm aware. Aware. But I love hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> One time uh, I had too much to drink at a sushi place. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hockey pucks going so, across. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, it, was my, it was my first date with this uh, with this girl. I forget, I forget what she even looked like, to be honest with you. Oh, and boy. I was, you know. I was a little drunk, and um, you know, drunk people are either very angry drunks or they're typically yeah. very honest. And you know me, very honest. <laughs> oh, so geez. I just, you know, started like telling her what I really thought of her, oh, and boy. that didn't go well no, at all. Not go well at all. That date was over in like five minutes <laughs> after that. I think five seconds. Yeah, she was super offended. <laughs> I think she walked home. I don't remember taking her anywhere. I think she walked home. I think that's all well, said. You she probably was were drunk, so you probably did take her home. No you just don't Uber? remember. No, I don't remember. Damn. There is a San Francisco. You can walk everywhere, anyways. That is true. Adam wakes up angry. I don't. Yeah, that's the key. I remember like many years ago, um, I uh, picked up this girl. Okay. And she was beautiful, and so we went out. Good conversation. We laughed, and I was calling my boys up. Said I just met my next wife. Uh oh. We're getting married. My next wife. Next wife. That. She was perfect. She dated Next time we else? went out, she didn't talk. She Ooh. didn't say anything the whole evening. Then I found out she was extremely shy. She Everything she had to say, she said on the first date. And after that, it was like... So I, as a, a joke, uh, got a mirror and put it in front of her mouth you know, to see if she was breathing. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. She actually thought that was funny, but I'm like... <laughs> 
if you're not talking, I mean, I at some point we gotta talk. Yeah. And she just never talked, and then she told me she's extremely shy. I said, girl, you can't say anything. Yeah, should have said that on the first date. No, but she was trying to hide it. Yeah, trying to you know say, hey, I'm a normal American. I can America. talk and have a conversation, but she couldn't do it after the first date. Huh. So I'm like, I don't blame you, man. Oh, but you. you know what? I I'm a real nice guy. Are you? I <laughs> broke. I was gonna break up with her. Oh. But she lost her job that day. Oh. So I oh, couldn't break up. Are you poor Detroit Lions? I nah, would have broke up with her anyways. She, she wasn't just. I am an awful human being. Um, no, I, someone's I didn't. parents passed. Uh, parent passed away. Excuse me. And we had only been dating like a a month and a half, two oh, months. Oh, you broke up with her? And like she dropped a bombshell on me like in the morning, and that was like the morning. I was like, just whatever, I'm done. Oh yeah. boy. So her day? her parents. So died. I told her I am so sorry. And um, she broke up with you. No, no, no. No. Her parents broke passed. Up with and her. She. I broke up with her. I didn't wait. Oh, see, I couldn't do that. I, yeah, I'd have I know. to wait. Yeah. I was 19. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. It was mean. Wake up. It's almost worse of you to like hang around. Yeah. Like then I pity her. It's not nice either. It's like, hey, I'm here for you, but like I don't really want to be here for you. I hung around. Yeah, no, with I'm her not. For, like, I don't three fake more things. weeks because she lost her job. Three more weeks. Wow. Three days I could see. Did you at three least weeks? score? Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go to break. <laughs> when we get back, Detroit Lions blitz. Terry's gonna ask me five questions. This should be fun. But before we do, I gotta tell you about the Mulligan, which is the official drink of the summer. The Mulligan's made with gypsy vodka, iced tea, and lemonade. When you're out on the golf course hanging or hanging out in the backyard, the Mulligan is calling your name. Ask for the Mulligan at your local golf course or at a Total Wine near you. Please drink responsibly. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Strawberry Fest is back at Big Boy. We brought back some of the classic breakfast items like the strawberry French toast, hotcakes, and waffle. If you're not feeling breakfast, try our new strawberry bacon chicken wrap, crispy chicken wrap, nacho wrap, or strawberry salad. The perfect recipe for springtime. And don't forget to grab dessert, including our very delicious strawberry pie for only $1.99 with the purchase of $7.99 or more at participating Big Boy locations. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. Well, there's not a lot of sunshine on the radar for this week, but I know where you can get your tan on, and that's at Chili Peppers Tanning. That's where you find the cleanest salons in the D with spotless sanitized rooms and trained certified tanning professionals. Join the Pepper Club for all the best deals on unlimited tanning. Chili Peppers has the hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, and the darkest tans. Chili Peppers tan! Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show, everybody. Maddie, you're Why the are best. You the way that you are? I'm glad you deal with me the way you do. I appreciate it so much. Terry? 
Yes, sir. All right, I've been you waiting for this, this since last week. You shouldn't be nervous about this. Behave yourself. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm excited. This is gonna be fun. Okay. Adam right. doesn't know how to behave himself. All right. Terry calls. Yeah, remember, the he wakes up angry. Blitz. All right. This is the Detroit Lions blitz. Here's question number one. All right. You said the Lions could win as many as nine games. All right. If that happened, who will be the Lions MVP if they win nine games? Ooh. The Lions win nine games. It'll be because it has to be a player, not a coach. Player. Player. It'll player. be because DeAndre Swift is top five in scrimmage yards in the NFL. Hmm, funny. That's what I was thinking. All right. You're on the roll today. All right. The Detroit Lions obviously play at Ford Field, which is a dome stadium. Yep. Adam, you get to pick the next stadium the Lions play in, will it be a dome stadium or will it be outdoors so the elements play a huge factor? Which would it be? It would be a dome stadium. Oh. Uh, but the ceiling, the uh, rooftop, uh, will be one of the retractable ones. Well, that's okay. extra money. Yeah, that's a lot it's of extra money. Okay. okay. Definitely worth it. All right. We're I think the fan experience is amazing, but we have to remember we live in Michigan. And you don't want to go to a game in September, and it's at home, and it's pouring rain, and it's 14 degrees outside. Nobody wants it. Yeah, you can man up as a fan, but no, I'm a fan of dome stadiums. All right, okay. beautiful. We're hearing a lot of chatter out of the Lions training camp that uh, the coaches are working to make this the best season ever for Jared Goff. Is that possible? Yes. How? When you have good coaching, anything's possible. That's number one. And with a guy that hasn't been himself since 2018, do I think the best he's been, which would have to be 45, 4,700 yards, 35, 38 touchdowns, less than 11 interceptions, that's going to be tough. But, yeah, I, I think if you give Sean Payton – Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid. You give them a guy like Jared Goff with a talented offensive line, a young, talented wide receiving core, a dynamic backfield with DeAndre Swift. Yeah, they could do some good things. Did I forget TJ Hawkinson? They could do special things. They're, they were one of the fewest, uh, they were one of the lowest teams in terms of play action passes called. I think this year they'll be towards one of the highest. And I think that's just going to open up Jared Goff's game. Do I expect it to happen? No. But I would believe it's possible, yes, given if you have the right coaching, it can be done. Okay. Dan Campbell surprises us all at the end of the season. He leaves the Detroit Lions. So the Lions need a head coach. You must replace him on staff. Who are you picking? Ben Johnson. No-brainer. Not even a that question. Was quick. Yeah, no-brainer, not even a question. The league is heading in a direction where all the young, offensive-minded guys, whether they're offensive assistants, typically offensive coordinators, are getting these jobs. Not the defensive coordinators, not the uh, defensive gurus. As much as I'm sure people love Robert Sala and his story, he's got to figure out the offense in New York. As much as people like, uh, uh, excuse me, the individual out in 
Buffalo. He's a defensive coach, but they're offensively driven. Josh Allen. Uh, offense is winning in the NFL. The Rams won. Yes, they have a talented defense, but because they're an offensively driven team as well. You look at the four teams that were in the championship games last year. The Niners, known for the offense. Rams, known for the offense. You go to the AFC side. You had Patrick Mahomes, offense. You had Joe Burrow, offense, and the Bengals. It's an offensive league, so go with young, innovative, offensive-minded guy. That's my. I'm not interested in... Okay defensive coordinators i'm not interested in a experienced head coach like a doug peterson give me the young guy that has zero experience and we'll figure it out all right the new booking agency betterry.com okay. has <laughs> um put the over under on on sacks for uh for aiden hutchinson at eight and a half Ooh, you betting the over or the under betting the under i think we'll finish with eight uh Nine would be nice. Ten would be fantastic. It is a 17-game schedule, though, but damn. Damn. That's a tough one. Yes. That's, that's a good I number, do. Terry. I make it difficult for I think, you. I think the under is a good bet, but if you told me nine sacks his rookie year, I think that's very doable as well. That's a tough one. I'm going to stick with the under. Okay. I'll go eight sacks for Aiden Hutchinson this year. And that was painless. There's your five questions. I like it. I Lion dig it. sacks. You, there's nothing to be nervous about. I dig it. I All dig right. it. Ideally, in a perfect world, by the way, he does hit the over, but oof, eight and a half. Killing me. If, it, if you would have told me over under eight, I would have taken the over. But you always have to have a half. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, uh, Vegas hates the push. It's mm-hmm. one of the worst things that could ever happen to them. So Right. And plus, uh, I'm a new website, and I don't <laughs> want to lose money. So, <laughs> Man, you know what? Uh, fun fact, by the way. When we talk about the Detroit Lions this year, you know, a lot of people, uh, general speculation. And look, Terry, you've been around media longer than anyone has here. I know this town is accustomed to uh, the Lions falling on their faces, being pathetic finding ways to lose football games like they even did last year. Finding ways to lose in ways that only the Lions could lose. Having said all that, is it crazy of me? And I don't think it is, given I just the nature of the NFL. Yes, it's the Lions, but still. Is it crazy of me to say that this is the best position this team has been in since the off-season Jim Caldwell took over, not even after his 11-5 and five year, but before, with the roster they had, the direction they had. Coming off of, a, you know, let's be honest, Jim Schwartz wasn't a winning coach, but he was a guy that took you from 0-16 to somewhere of mediocrity, above mediocrity, somewhere in, you know, an average team, roughly seven wins a year. Six, seven wins a year. Not great. Nothing to celebrate over, but, you know, he did lead that five-year window. And then Caldwell came in to a team that people expected to compete, and they did year one. I don't think I've ever seen or felt this good about a football team going into a season since Caldwell's first year. I'll go further than that. Um, I didn't think that Lions team was good. Really? I thought they were overachieving a little bit because they believed so much in Jim Caldwell. I think this is the best feeling that I've had about a Lions team since they um, since they went to the uh, NFC Championship game in 91. I thought there was a chance that they could win pl- 
playoff games. I thought there was a chance that they could do something. I, you know, when Caldwell was here, I still think there was that mentality that something bad's going to happen. We don't know what, but something bad is going to happen. And I forget what year it was, but this is this is the Detroit Lions. Uh, they started seven and one, and they beat Denver forty-four to six or something. And Mike Fury, who was a safety turn wide receiver, turns around before he leaves the locker room and says, "Media, you can kiss our ass." As soon as he said that, I said, "Y'all are done," because anytime the Lions feel good about themselves. They screw it up. So um, I, I I haven't felt this good about this team since '91. And, well, and forget even the 91. on-field product. I think it's fair to say this is the best front office they've had. And again, yeah, I know how bad it's been, but one, that's saying something. But two, let's be real. When's the last time this team had draft capital? When's the last time this team drafted players that actually molded positions of value? Right. This right. is a team that typically took a running back in the first round when they weren't supposed to. This is and a team we trade up for it. Trade it up. Yep. Job at best. Right. Right. Eric Ebron. Uh, again, even TJ Hawkinson, as much as we all like him and think of the world of him and he has top five, top three potential. A tight end at eight that isn't producing like Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey is a bust. Sorry. Well, Adam, you know, he doesn't decide when he gets picked. And who would, have you, would, who would you have taken after him? It's not the point. Evaluate the pick where he was. Jeff Okuda will never live up to number three overall pick standards. That's a problem. He was set up to fail, even if he's a pro bowler this year. We, we will say, damn good season. Very good. When the story is told years from now, nah, damn, he's a number three overall pick. Okay, one pro bowl, two pro bowls. Yeah, okay. But that doesn't mean he can't be a good player in the NFL. But you'll never live up to right. that. I, I think the mentality of the front office was, if we don't get it in the first round, we don't get it. I, uh, Brad Holmes right now, when he evaluates a draft, he's taking it one pick at a time. I'm going to get a quality player in the first round, second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, no, we'll see. But the Lions, the reason, one of the reasons, there's many reasons, that they're so messed up now is they were striking out on their second round picks. None of those guys panned out or very few of them panned out. So if you're, if you're not getting your second round pick right and you're drafting the wrong position for a first rounder, you're going to be in trouble. But Holmes is, I mean, he's. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He knows he's got time. Uh, he's not under the clock. He doesn't have two or three years to do this. So I think that's why he he was able to pick Panay Sewell. That's why he was able to pick, uh, well, he would have picked Aiden Hutchinson anyway, but that's why he feels more comfortable with that pick because he can, he can build inside out, which is the way you're supposed to do it in every sport. So he doesn't feel the pressure, and, 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 and I'm not saying these other guys were great, but I think other people who were evaluating for the Lions felt pressure. Okay, I got to get this done in two years. And they screwed up the picks because of that. They didn't do it the right way. You have to do always do it the right way. You have to be bold. You have to be, let's just call it what it is, competent. And none of those guys were. Martin Mayhew has a 37% win percentage as the Lions GM. To put that into context, Matt Millen, I believe, is 25%. That's, that's why Matt Millen thought Martin Mayhew was a stud. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different problem. we got to go to break. When we get back, Terry, should the Major League Baseball overturn the imperfect game? I think you're going to like my answer. I can't wait for it. I like all your answers. Before we go, Except Maddie. the ones I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, before we go, could you tell everybody at home about the good work our good friends over at the Sports Marketing Agency are doing yes i can our friends at sma help spread awareness about mental health and substance abuse their new podcast this is the f word help spread awareness of fentanyl and other addictions go to the sportsma.com if you are struggling or know someone who is and let them know that woodward sports sent you hi my diamonds it's crystal with an x you want to get hot and perfect like me here's my super easy routine <laughs> drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up <laughs> A touch of weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Make sure you're listening to Woodward Sports all day long. Start your morning with the Morning Woodward Show. Spend middays with Big D Energy. Watch and listen your drive home with the bottom line. And don't forget about Woodward Bets Daily. All live, all right here on the Woodward Sports Network. Well, it may not be football season, but I know where you can combine football and bowling, and that's at the Fulling Warehouse in Hamtramck, home of the original football bowling pin game called Fulling. They've got two ways to play, $12 open unlimited play, or you can reserve a private lane for just $120. Don't forget, of course, they have a $2 mystery beer machine as well as multiple full bars. Check it out at thefullingwarehouse.com. All right, we're back, Terry. Yes, sir. I want your thoughts. Armando Galarraga's perfect, imperfect game, excuse me, anniversary was not too long ago. Should baseball overturn it? Yeah, there was, uh, what was it, Monmouth University or something? Yep, yep, yep. These students came up with a probably a, a very good compelling argument of why the imperfect game should be overturned but baseball said no and I agree that you can't overturn that because what you do is you open up a whole can of worms there's a lot of plays in baseball that the umpires made a mistake 
and are you going to change the outcome of a, of a World Series? Are you going to change the outcome of a, a lot of things? So you just can't do it. You have to live with your mistakes. Now, you've got replay now. You can make that correction instantaneously now, but you can't, you can't change history because then you're going to be going game after game after game. There's just too many screw-ups in baseball, football, hockey, basketball that you have to change. I actually agree. Oh, I thought we were going to disagree no, on this. No, no, I think it's absolute bullshit if they overturn it. And I am just <laughs> as frustrated as the next person about him not getting the perfect game. But if you overturn it, you're setting a precedent that you have to do this for a majority of things. Right. Uh, I'm not interested in – it didn't change the outcome of the game. Tiger still won. It, it didn't do anything except take away history from a kid. And let's be honest. And this reason that I'm about to tell you, Terry, is more important than what baseball should do if they did overturn it and it would cause all this. I don't care about any of that. What I care about is in the moment, even if you overturned it now, I didn't live that moment. It's non-existent. You could come out tomorrow and tell me it's a perfect game. Well, no, it wasn't actually. It actually wasn't a perfect game. It didn't happen that way. The team didn't celebrate at the end of the game. The team didn't rush the field and congratulate him. It wasn't an actual perfect game. So even if you overturned it, how are we celebrating? It's just... There's no celebration. The only no thing that happens is that there's, a, there's some book somewhere is gonna that changed the one to a zero. That's it. The fans at that stadium didn't get to live it. The players that day didn't get to live it. The people watching at home didn't get to live it. It's not a perfect game, even if they overturn it. But you know what? One of the um, there could be some outcomes that would be beneficial if you turn that turn that around. Then uh, perhaps you turn around the phantom foul of Bill Lambeer against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1988, and so maybe the Pistons win three titles in a row. Maybe they three peat, but you can't do that. But there's been so many huge calls that were messed up. You just can't do it. Are you gonna send? The Saints to the Super Bowl off of that BS uh, DPI. Oh, yeah, that's right. Are you going to overturn the, the Lions? Non like, we're not going to do this. One, it's just not going to happen. Don't even think about it. But two, for Armando Galarraga's sake, for that individual moment in time, Terry, even if they overturned it, it would never feel like a perfect game. You know why? Because it never was. Right. Sad. Sucks. It was BS. Bogus call. It wasn't a perfect game. When you throw a no-hitter, when you throw a perfect game, what happens, Terry? Catcher runs to the pitcher. They celebrate. Infield, outfield come in. Bullpen rush to the field. The dugout rushes to the field. Throw Gatorade on you. You throw Gator. It's a whole celebration. It's the talk of town. Everybody can tell their kids, their kids' kids, I witnessed a perfect game at Comerica Park. Not going to happen. And even if they changed it, there's no fan, I believe, that would sit there and say, yeah, that was a perfect game. I, I remember that perfect game that was thrown because it wasn't. It just wasn't. You know what else we'd have to overturn? The Dallas Cowboys uh, pass interference, not pass interference call against the Lions in the playoffs. Yep. Do that. Uh, the Tigers game 163 with the Minnesota Twins where it maybe it, it hit Brandon Ninja's jersey and they didn't call it. It did. But, you know, we all misplaced. Again, I think the human element uh, element is 
part of the game too and i don't i'm not interested in taking it away but we got to do something about the major league strike zone it's it is a problem they're missing a lot of calls especially tiger games if you've noticed well uh that's been explained i don't know if you heard this but uh they were talking about that on the uh television broadcast and this the strike zone box that we see is not accurate that's wrong that is true because yeah. every player lines up different inside the box. So if they're towards the edge or the outer part of the plate, the the strike zone actually shifts to the viewer's right. If they step up into the box, the plate shifts to the left. Like, And also it goes based on height. If I'm a taller player, mm -hmm. my strike zone is higher than normal. If I'm... Altuve, my box is like this. Yeah, you got it like a three-inch box. It changes on every player. Albert Pujols. Don't you guys remember how he used to bat back in St. Louis? I mean, he was really down. So anything high, you weren't getting on. You weren't getting a call on Albert Pujols. You so have to throw are, are umpires screwing it up, or are, are we just seeing it incorrectly? I, I think a, a little of both. Some of them are obvious because they are traveling over the plate. And your job as an umpire is to sh technically shift the plate based on the batter, and these aren't far off. If they were, if they were out of the plate, barely touching the zone, I, I'm not sitting here. But when you have a ball that's thrown above the knees and relatively close to the plate, we have a problem. Like, that is a strike every single day of the week. Anything above the knees, relatively within the imaginary strike zone, that's a strike. So I, I think they're making mistakes this year, but it's probably being over-exaggerated given the plate does change every single time a new batter walks Maybe up. Maybe Javi Baez thinks that the strike zone is nine inches off the plate. Well, that's maybe, a whole different problem. Maybe maybe he got the memo. What is he like? What was it? Yesterday the Tigers team was one of 25 outside of Miggy, Baez, and one more individual. I, Daz Cameron. One for 25. That was your lineup yesterday, outside of those three. It's ridiculous. Team can't hit the ball, Terry. Losing my patience. Sorry to you. <laughs> Why is that? Is that because of... Uh... Al Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> Al Bundy actually was tall, and he wasn't overweight. I mean, he, he looks like he had a gut. Yeah, he had a little gut. Yeah, he had a gut. He had a gut, so... Maybe not fat like Al Avila, but he was... He was, uh, I would say, farmer fit. Or slurpy. Or <laughs> slurpy. <laughs> God. Hey, look, every game there's bad calls. But when you go back to the Armando Galarraga play, sorry, guys. Even if they overturned it, I would sit here and say that's not a perfect game. It never happened, even if you overturn it. And it sucks. It sucks. But replay, I'm sorry. Our job is not to change history. Our job is to learn from it. Instant replay, coaching challenges now, right? True, but these now, are things that are now in place to prevent something like that from happening. So even if someone screws up a play, you've got you got a few, you got two, three minutes to correct it. Yep, because all eyes are on it. There's um, when I was a youth, uh, when you had a baseball or football game, there was like three camera angles. That was it. Today you get forty to fifty camera angles. So there's no sense. And no reason to walk out of the game with a wrong call in today's pro sports. 
I am with you. Or even uh, college sports. I'm with you 100%. I want to get to some Pistons talk around 940. So we'll get to that a little later on. But before we go, i got to tell you about Lady Jane's, where I finally got my haircut, by the way. They always do a fantastic job. Thank goodness. I didn't need that this morning. Thank you so much. It's Monday. You're welcome. You should get your haircut at Lady Jane's. Uh, no. You should. It's haircuts for men. Yeah, but there's women that go. You should go. Yeah, there's That's women right. that go, not very <laughs> many. It's America. You could do anything you That's want. That's right. You could. You could walk in there and say, I identify as a man. Oh, they can't tell you nothing. Sure. All right. Anyways, Lady <laughs> Jane's open 10 to Or you're them. Oh, God. Lady Jane's open 10 to 8. Seven days a week, walk in anytime. They'll take care of you like they take care of me every single day. No appointment necessary. Again, open 10 to 8. Seven days a week. Lady Jane's, walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. He's going deep, right side. Oh, that is Edwards out there. He goes up in the air at the goal line. Hey, it's Brandon Edwards here, wanting to welcome the Sports Marketing Agency to Woolworth Sports Network to the family. Glad to have you guys. For the last decade, the Sports Marketing Agency has literally leveraged athletes around issues such as mental health and substance abuse. Glad that we can finally start trying to get the stigma off of mental health that's been there for all these years. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to chilipepperstanning.com. You just need a little chili peppers, man. Network for Detroit by Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. Odds Trader. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Head to their website for the best price on every game and sign up offers from multiple sports books. For play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, you can download their app from the App Store today. OddsTrader.com. Head on over. All right, we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Terry? Brohammer. We're going to change it up a little bit. Okay. Walk me through your mindset right now and uh, the question you're posing this morning. My mindset is this. Um, we've, we're in a bad way now as far as mass shootings are concerned. We've always had them in America, but now it seems like it's an epidemic. Uh, we are averaging 11 per week. Last week, we had mass shootings where 19 people were killed, 71 people injured in a span of four days. Over the weekend, we had mass shootings, which is defined there as There was one four in Michigan. No, no. We had three in Michigan. Or three in Michigan. That's one was in Grand Rapids, yeah. one in Bay City, and one was in E-Course. So, um, so we're... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
we're having all these mass shootings and um but maybe this is wrong i don't think about it day in and day out because i keep hearing that you know uh you you have to worry about going to the grocery store you have to worry about going to school you have to worry about going to walmart or whatever but i just don't think about it i don't worry about going to the grocery store i don't worry about walking to a um uh, an office saying I just don't think it's gonna happen now I could be completely wrong obviously uh, on something like that but I don't think it, it hasn't it's affected my life from the standpoint that we knew people who were um, a part of the Oxford High School shooting my kids have cousins to go to school there so yeah it affected our family as far as there was fear in my family because of that shooting um, but it's just something that I don't think about when I go out in public. I don't think about, hey, you know what? I'm here at Meyer. Somebody could shoot this place up. It's just not yeah, ingrained I don't, in I me. don't live that way. I don't think people typically live in fear. Um, Ten mass shootings in the last two days is not a good thing. Um, look, man. If there was an answer or if there was a solution that I knew of, I would have told you it by now. And I'd be running for office. I don't have a solution. I got the one for the schools. You got the one for the schools. Uh, I think there's this is a multi-layered issue. There's not just we do this and they stop. That's not how this works. Uh, having said that, yeah, look, me personally, I, I live my life as uh, freely and open as I can. If I'm going to die today, fuck it. No problem. Uh, I don't. I don't live my life in a state of fear or a state of what ifs or anything like that. I'm going to go to Kroger. I'll go to Target. I'll go to Grand uh, Grand Rapids. doesn't matter. If it happens, it happens. Like That's out of my control. Control what I can control, which is what I do every day, and that's it. I don't think about you it. You ever have a gun pulled on you? Uh, no. I did as a kid. Really? Uh, my friend and I, Big Mac, were walking home from school. We took a different way home, and there's this kid... He was playing with a gun. We didn't see him playing with the gun, but he was playing with it on his porch. And he saw us and said, you know, he acted like we didn't have the right to walk on his street. So he called us a couple names and said, come over here. So as soon as I saw that gun, total fear. I'm like, oh, shoot. Because first of all, this dude was a nutbag. You could tell he, 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 just, he didn't care. He didn't care what he did. So he's just holding the gun around, pointing it at us, calling us sissies and punks and bitches and stuff like that. And guess what? At the time, I felt like a sissy and a bitch. I would have done anything. Yeah. So I finally, he said, uh, you two MFs can go ahead. So we're walking away from this dude, and I swear the gun was pointed right here in the back of my head, and finally I turned around. He put it away, but it felt like he had it on us, so I, I felt fear the entire way until we got behind a tree and then we were able to kind of sneak away. Yeah, look, I mean, there's people that uh, carry, of course. Uh, look, there's a lot of ways to eliminate fear, but at the end of the day, this is a very tricky situation. Um, I think people have more power than they think. I, I don't have the solution theory. I don't. People can point to mental health. People can point to guns. 
point to whatever you want. The truth is there is a problem whether or not we're going to do little things to decrease the chances. For example, if I told you that, you know, you ch let's say one of these laws they're trying to pass gets passed and it takes the percentage from there's a 3% chance of it happening to 1.7. Would you take that? I'd take it. I think that's like what we need to focus on. Can we do things to prevent these things from happening? And if you can, great. If you can't, you can't. But there, there is a problem. So well, I'm, I'm a gun owner, so I, I, I don't think like I have the answer. I really don't. Someone that has uh, multiple guns, I, I don't have the answer. Um, I'm not showing up to Woodward anytime soon strapped and loaded. I don't have an issue, but there are people with issues. Um, I don't. I really don't know how I can add solutions to a conversation that is beyond my my level of expertise. I just don't. It's it's not new because when we used to play basketball on the playground, the dude got into an argument, and he's and he and he left and said, "I'll be back." You knew to get the hell out of there. You knew to go home because he was coming back with a gun. And um, I was never part of somebody blowing up the playground. But I did see a dude come back a couple times with guns. And you don't want to be a part of that. So um, the playground for years, decades dec upon decades, when the dude is pissed and he leaves, you know that's your key to exit because he's going to come back. And it's over stupid stuff, over foul or mm -hmm. um, a disputed basket. It's, it's never some sane, rational thing. Yeah, I, I don't think taking guns from people is the way to go either, though. <laughs> Not because the government's going to take over the world. Like, if they wanted to, they could do it so easily. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Um, I don't think taking guns away from people is the solution either, Terry. So I don't have a solution. I really don't. I don't know how you make it stop. Uh, what about assault rifles? Yeah, look, I mean, let's put it this way. Um, as someone that's pretty, I'd like to say, pretty experienced with a multitude of guns, uh, I hunt a lot. Um, if you locked me in an elementary school with a handgun, I believe I could do the same amount of damage in 60 minutes as that other individual um, out in Texas. Having yeah, said that. Yeah, but you shouldn't get 60 minutes. That's a whole different problem. Yeah. That's embarrassing, by the way. But th that's a whole different problem. But the point is, uh, a gun is a gun, whether it is a, a shotgun, a, a rifle. Now, there are rifles, again, like you said, an, an assault rifle. Uh, that is. That is a weapon that can do extreme amount of damage in a short amount of time. Uh, the magazines are typically, you know, most some magazines are banned. It depends on uh, what kind of gun you have, but uh, we need to we need to stop looking at the just the gun. Also, again, I think it's a multi-layered issue. The getting the gun at 18 years old, I think, is an issue. Uh, I knew at 18, I was not. There's no chance in hell I should have had a weapon at 18. I didn't. Um, I typically hunted with my uncles and my father, so it wasn't even my gun. Yeah, I, I think there's there there's a lot of things we can add, whether it's screenings, better screenings, uh, age limit, whatever you want to put. I don't care. I'm open to all of it, but 
you know, as a responsible uh, gun owner, I don't think it's just uh, the gun that's the problem. I think we have a bigger issue, but what do I know? No, it, I'm not a psycho. always a lot of stuff. You know, uh, I keep hearing mental health. Health. Here's what I don't hear enough of, evil. Yeah, you evil have to people. be evil 100%. to do something like that. If I was evil, yeah, that would be a problem. And uh, only I, I can't again. I can't imagine what it's like to think it's normal or like, yeah, you know what? Today, today's the day. I'm going to shoot my grandma in the face. And I'm going to go shoot some elementary kids. That's not normal. That's evil. Right. You have How to be do you deal evil to look at a third grader and say, "Pow, you gone." The hell if I know, man. The hell if I know. I think, again, parents can do a better job of uh, raising their kids, but that's not going to stop it either. <laughs> like, there's, there's a million things you can do to prevent or try to prevent, but someone that's shot a gun a lot, there's not much you can do, whether it's a handgun, uh, a rifle, a hunting rifle, a shotgun, doesn't matter. Not much you can do in that situation. The cops should have just hauled ass and gotten in there, but that's a whole different problem. Yes. Well, that, you know, to me, that's, you know, it's a small police department. That's like Barney Fife trying to. Uh, yeah, but they have, something. A, they have, you know what? I'm one of the people that think uh, that thinks we should be sp investing more money in our police force uh, for better training. But uh, that's a perfect example. But they have no excuses. They have one of the largest budgets in their in their uh, surrounding area. They have a significantly large budget for their police task force. They and the fact that they're officers. not trained for it or they weren't trained for it, they weren't prepared to make the right decisions that day. Like this is a, this is a non-issue with our armed forces uh, in America, like the Navy, the Army. You can go through the list. These guys are the definition of courage and selflessness. Where's that in our police force that requires training? And that's a mentality shift that this country needs to have pretty damn soon because you know i think with smaller police forces and a lot of where these soft targets are they're thinking it's not it happens elsewhere it's not going to happen here but that's the same mentality i have yes we got a problem yes this could happen it's not going to happen where i am so yeah I'll, I'll admit i think we should make you know guns more difficult uh, not that you can't get your or shouldn't be able to get your hands on it but i think there should be a few additional steps for me, it was pretty damn easy. I mean, it's not difficult at all. But at the end of the day, um, I'm a normal person. So what the hell do I know about being a psycho that's going to kill people? But, you know, uh, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, uh, Terry, I do have a question for you. Uh, interested to hear what you think. But before we do, Maddie, could you tell everybody at home about the lifestyle beverage that is Cintron? Yes, I can. The summer of Cintron is here. And now you can pick Cintron up at your local Kroger. Head on over to Kroger. They even have a deal going on right now, too, for just $4. That's an absolute steal. Cintron is a new energy drink for the active lifestyle. Drink it, live it with Cintron. Hi, I'm Kay Cunningham. I'm proud to partner with Hall Financial, the mortgage company known for five-star service. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their 5,000 five-star reviews for yourself. Go to callhallfirst.com and get started with your five-star experience today. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. 
Welcome to Odds Trader, and best of luck. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. All right. Odds. The odds that I'm going to be downtown are pretty high this summer. I'm going to enjoy myself. Bedrock Detroit. Open all summer long from Memorial Day to, law, uh, to Labor Day. There will be basketball, roller skating, mini golf, art installations, live music, and food trucks. Ooh-wee. I don't know why you guys do that. I do not like that at all. <laughs> but the summer Marty, is better. Shut up, fish. Summer is better at the Monroe Street Midway. Check it out. It's brought to you by Bedrock. Everybody at home, check it out. It'll be fun. Maddie, we got to go down there pretty soon. Let's do it. I got I'm my down. blades on. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I haven't rollerbladed in like. Eight years. That's how I walk my dog. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Because she's like got way too much energy. So I just strap on the rollerblades and she just runs and she pulls me. Away you go. And you don't fall? No. Let me see those knees. Yeah, I guess you stay (laughs) up. No, I figure skated for 10 years. So my rollerblades are. That makes sense. Hmm. You know, my, my wife lies to me and tells me she was a figure skater. How do you know she wasn't? That's why I have a fake tooth. Well, why why don't you just call her out on her BS and take her downtown? To figure skate? Yeah. yeah. She yeah, doesn't like sure? going downtown. Can't, I'll, can't I'll, I'll make her go. Take her to, to a private skating arena. Go to any skate rink. And she said she could do at least the, not the triple things, like but the, the double. double. Yeah, the doubles. Yeah, like I mean, now or like back in her prime? Back in her prime. She can't oh, do it now. Okay. I have a better shot doing it than she would right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I would call her out on her BS. We know you would. Yeah, yeah but I would drag my wife down to the skating rink. Okay. Buy her skates and tell her, show <laughs> me. Prove it. <laughs> you would 1,000% would. 100%. I mean, yeah. one time my uh, when I first met my wife, I used to do this uh, 24-7 event. Um, it was with the University of Michigan-Dearborn. And they used to host like this 24-7 all-night sports event where you'd play soccer, basketball, oh. volleyball, football, fun. you name it. Thanks it for inviting like, me. Shut up, Fish. It was at this uh, indoor, uh, <laughs> indoor one of those uh, sports complexes. Okay. And uh, long story short, she's like, yeah, you know, I play soccer. It's like when we first met. I'm like, bet, you're, you're on her soccer team. <laughs> she could not play. Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was okay, but, you know, the guys we played with were just like. Why okay. do women tell us they could do something and they can't? We don't care. Yeah, I, I don't I care don't know. if you're not an athlete. What What's the definition of playing? Because she probably could play soccer. You you might have thought she or was like be, one of the How about being on a travel team or being on your high school team? Okay. Not everybody can be MVP of their dodgeball team like me, but. And flag football team. <laughs> Shout you know, out to the Slum we're, Dodge we're Millionaires. We're slacking here at the and company. We, we need to set up a few events. For I the, know. For the I'm staff. really We've been like talking about it for 10 years. Then get it going. Okay, why is it on me? Every time I bring it up, somebody's like, oh, yeah, we're already, like, doing that, and then nothing freaking happens. Well, that's you bring it up to idiots, that's why. Yeah. Your, well, that's your, everybody that works here. No. Your job is to make it happen. Coordinate, find the event, set it up. My job. Your job, wow. You help run the company. Yes, it's your job, <laughs> dummy. You know you know what Maddie pulled on me? Jesus, and I was, I wasn't like even mad about here. it, and what I should I be mad. She pulled the, uh, I'm washing my hair tonight. 
oh. routine on me. Because a couple weeks ago, I said, uh, bourbon I Friday. found this new place for Bourbon Friday. And Maddie said, yes, let's go. Yeah. And she's doing like this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get to have some bourbon with Maddie. No. And then she's like, oh, damn it. I work Friday nights. I so work every Friday night. The hell with you. It ain't happening, brother. Not only is it not happening this week, but it's never going to happen. I work wow. every Friday and every Saturday night. Then why did you go, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. Oh. Because sometimes I forget. You forgot that you work. I do, I forget Every all Friday and say, okay, all right. And why I'm not you, upset. Why don't you put a reminder on your calendar? Well, well, I mean, like, I shouldn't really need a reminder when I work. But if you do something well, every you do. week, you should know. Yeah. Well, I get all excited. I'm like, oh, maybe we can go, like, earlier in the day, and then I can work later. But I was willing to go for lunchtime. Well, there we go. I have to be here. Right after 103 Club. Oh, that's right, the 103 Club. Mm -hmm. You ever done that? No. There's should do it. There's only a few. I think it's Maddie just Skip, Graylin, like an and I would not, invited. What'd you say? Maddie's acting like an intern this morning. Oh, well, you know, the dumb people told me uh, they're doing <laughs> it. You help, you help run the company. You're like the most important person here. Just get it. Do it. Take the initiative. Yeah, but she doesn't want... I'm so offended. You should be. I'm no, offended. I'm <laughs> I work with you every day. I'm offended. I know what you're capable of. Don't say yeah. shit like that. Okay. I'm not here trying to help her. Listen, every time that. I try like, to bring up an idea, everyone's like, no, shut up. And I'm like, like if, if they whack... It's not their job to give you input. You tell them, shut the hell up. This is what we're <laughs> doing, and you do it. That's right. Jesus I'm going to gonna here, right? I'm gonna bring something. a baseball bat to work soon. I'm going to start hitting people that I just say anything to you. I keep waiting for you to bring me one with my name engraved in it. Yeah, where's mine? I've been waiting for that, too, for like a year and a half. What, to get hit by the baseball bat? Or? No, I want one for myself so that I can whip these mother effers in shape. Here, you want one? <laughs> you too nice to hit somebody with a baseball bat. Oh, I am not. The Tigers. <laughs> yes, you are. She not wouldn't too do nice it. For that. You, you might bunt them. Fish, what the hell are you them. doing? Can you not? If you break anything in that studio, I will kill you. All right, anyways, we got to go to break. Mailbag you know, time. a baseball bat like he's playing in 1894. <laughs> well, look at the small area Fish, I have. shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Mute your mic. <laughs> we got to go to break. When we get back, mailbag time. Get your questions in the chat. Ask any and anything. But before we do, the best defense on and off the field, Maddie. Yes, that is Guardian Alarm. They keep you safe and give you peace of mind, whether you're at home or on the road. They're 24-7 local monitoring. Make sure what's important to you is safe. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT yeah. today. That's right. You heard fish. 1-800-STAY-OUT yeah. right yeah, now. And let them know that Woodward Sports sent you. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. <laughs> Scream when you exhale. Yeah! Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. It's a great day to get some Cintron in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is, there it is. Cintron, here we go. Gotta grab your cranberry. Oh wait, it's two for four. Got double up with the classic as well. Cintron roll, baby. Centron, available at select Kroger's, and if you want to know how, go to at centronworld.com. 
to get dope like me. You know what? Why wait? Great taste, guaranteed. Detroit Sports by Detroiters and for Detroiters. This is Detroit Sports Network. This is Woodward Sports. <laughs> when you need apparel, there is only one place to go, and that's Big Frog in Novi. With no setup fees, no artwork fees, no minimum, and a 24-hour turnaround time, you can have your whole team outfitted in no time. Embroidery, direct-to-garment, vinyl, and screen printing, Big Frog has the styles you want. Visit bigfrog.com slash novi or call 844-BIGFROG today. All right, first question of the day on Mailbag. Would you like the idea of the Pistons trading for Donovan Mitchell? I would like the idea. Uh, could you get him, though? <laughs> That's a tricky one. What I would say is I'd be willing to move off the number five pick, Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, and anyone else they want. For Donovan Mitchell. I'd be willing to give up Bay, the number five pick, and Killian Hayes for Donovan Mitchell. Hmm. You want to hear a conversation I had with a this guy was a huge Pittsburgh fan. This is when Luke Kennard was playing. Okay. He told me, because I was talking about I've been railing on this. How come the Pistons didn't draft Donovan Mitchell when he came into the palace and showed out? And this guy told me that Donovan Mitchell and Luke Kennard, there was really little difference in the two. I said, dude, stop it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like super ignorant, but one's white. Oh, that's right. Tell me the last time a white dude in the lottery worked out. What, Kevin Love? Luca doesn't count. Just saying, Luke Kennard. How ignorant are we? Did we not learn from J.J. Redick? No, we did not. God damn it. JJ Redick. Donovan Mitchell bit. can jump out the gym, mid range, three point game, can get to the basket. Luke Kennard. Oh, he's a good shooter. Yeah, there's there's this much difference. Well, he does have a little bit of white boy wiggle. <laughs> You're so nice, Terry. <laughs> he does. Oh God. All right, All right what next? other questions do we have? Uh, would you agree it's time for Hawk Swift and even Decker? to show this new staff that they can be good at a consistent level this year. Uh, if not, are they gone? Of course, there, there comes a point in every NFL players where you either have to show the management that you can play or that you're worth the money that you're going to be asking for. And I think all of them in the, are in that position. For instance, Hawkinson, would you pay this man $30 million over – three years now I would say no but if he can produce a little bit maybe the Lions may be thinking eh, we're gonna have to sign this guy yeah so Broncos just sold for 4.5 billion dollars to the founder of Walmart mm. Mm. Mr. Walton 4.5 billion the largest sale of any sports franchise I believe 4.5 billion. That's insane. That's crazy. What would the Lions have to go for for them a to sell? A dollar. No. What? Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what 
What are the lines worth? What 1.8 billion maybe? I thought I thought they got up to two billion. It might won't be one eight, but I thought they finally two point four billion. Two four, yeah, I knew it was something. So you would have to buy them for roughly four point two, four point three billion. You'd have to almost double to get that team to sell. The Broncos were looking to sell. It's a little different. Imagine buying a team that doesn't want to sell. You'd have to fork up more than you'd probably want. I think maybe even five billion. Yeah, because they know they 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 they're gonna get paid. Hundred percent. Uh, let's see. Hawk isn't going anywhere unless he wants to leave. Can we call this the morning friend zone show? Uh, we will work on that for sure. Just turning Maddie. into that. No. Well, Maddie, we by the way, that Friday, she agreed with me. Okay. And she didn't want to admit it. Put it in reverse, real quick. Well, no, 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 no. You did because we sat and talked about it after. We sat and we talked about it for a while. <laughs> and it, and she ended up agreeing with me. So and she's I think got she a higher profile now. in the city because of that. Well, and what did I say? I said, am I really that naive? <laughs> you are. My, my exact words. Adam and Terry, true or false? Maddie puts this Jake guy in the friend zone after tonight's date. Fish, do you like, what do you like in a woman? Uh, or excuse me, in a woman? Spell it with an A next time, guys. What? Anyways, uh, first of all, I think she doesn't put him in the friend zone because he's not showing up. Uh, Terry? <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm joking. so nervous that that's actually going to happen. Just text me if he okay. doesn't show up, I'll show up. If oh he's God. wearing khakis from Walmart, she will. <laughs> so I don't. Fish. I don't know what the dude is looks like or anything. Fish, what do you like in a girl? Uh, I Darren don't know. said you like ass. Wow. <laughs> People are just fine. People are a bunch what? of idiots. So do you like big butt? What kind of women do you like, I, buddy? I don't know. What are what ha are traits you look for? What are traits you he look for? He says happy. Happy. <laughs> All right. Good Happy. personality. <laughs> Good person. All right. What else? Well, I don't want anyone that yells at me all the time. So the opposite of Adam. <laughs> what do you? What's What's the first thing you look for in a girl? Uh. How about physical? Physical attraction. Physical traits. Just I don't know. Just any, there's not one thing I look for. You're so wholesome. Oh uh, God damn it, fish! You're too innocent. So Minnie Pearl could walk up to you and she's got a chance. Of course, you don't know who Minnie Pearl is. Or just Pearl from SpongeBob. I mean, right. Maybe. What? He would date a whale. It's fish. Fish would 100% date a whale. I have no comment on this one. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I have seen little guys like fish out with big girls. What's the attraction for a little skinny, little puny little guy like you going out with a big girl? I mean, if they have the right personality, <laughs> I guess they'll date anyone. Screw that. Come on, dude. What do you like about big girls? Fish, you're disappointing me as somebody that, you know, takes credit for raising you. <laughs> I've raised you wrong. Come on, Fish. What? What am I supposed to say? Don't hate, don't, don't, blah, 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 don't date hippos? I don't know. No, that's not what I'm, just no, a physical just trait. No, we just what you like. Do you like a petite well, girl? Well, he says he likes girls that are happy, so a maybe thick he girl. likes smiles. Physical trait. Yeah, I don't so give a smile. shit about the personality. What else, Fish? Physical trait. What's one thing you like in a girl? Can she be taller than you? Can she be tall, yeah, short? that's fine. Uh, Do you like blondes or brunettes? Fish, you're making this difficult. Because well, I don't have one. I don't know what I like yet. That's allowed. Just anyone. Oh, he hasn't dated yet. Have you dated anybody yet? Hell no. You see me? Fisher, I'm gonna set you up on a blind date. Would you go on one? Hell no. Why? I don't. I don't trust 
No. Now, wait a minute. Well, I'm not going to hook you up with some weirdo. Relax. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have good taste. <laughs> don't tell him to relax. I, I, I will find you. I, I will find you a good woman for that fits. I want to find it myself. Well, then start looking, jackass. <laughs> hey, everyone's timelines are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be looking. You have to Why? have your you have to have your hook in the water if you want to catch a fish. Been there, done that. Maddie, no one's talking to you. Exactly. We're talking to fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what other questions do we have? <laughs> oh my fish is God. not a dater yet. No, he's not. Uh, let's see. Uh, Adam Terry, Ryan on the bottom line thinks the Lions are gonna do are gonna get ten wins. And what Packers do you think? get seven. All right. First of all, Ryan is howdy doody. Ryan every year. Oh, Ryan's going to be great. Come on, guys. Why are you so negative? Ah, I'm sick of him. Yeah, no, they're not going to win 10 games. They'll win seven, maybe eight. But I think it's not crazy to say they're, they're going to win no, 10. No, you contradict yourself. No. No. Listen to what How? you said. You said. It wouldn't at, surprise at, me. No, no. At the most. You said the Lions could win a seven, eight game. I see them at most winning seven, eight games. But, but it wouldn't surprise me. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. So one given the schedule. At most, we they clarified could win this on games. Friday, though. We clarified <laughs> this on Friday, to be fair, though. That's, again, n not what I'm saying, but that's fine. Are they going to win 10 we'll games? Don't no, give me I, that. I have the well, winning. Well, they no. could. Be no, a man have, and tell no, me. Are they going to win 10 I games? I told you the whole time, seven, eight. Uh, okay. And I haven't, I haven't moved from it. But if you told me right now, that they end up winning 10 games at the end of the season. I wouldn't say or be like, how the hell did they do that? I wouldn't you know be surprised. Have you ever seen a fish? When people go fishing, they pull the fish out of the water, and they put the fish on the, on the ground. You know what that fish does? It flaps? It flaps. You're a flapper. <laughs> no, you're what? setting your – no, flapper. You're I'm setting yourself up. The Lions can win it's anywhere from 7 to 10 games. To no. And at the end of the season, Adam's going to say, I was right. I no, told I you. No, I wouldn't. I would say at the end of the year, I'm telling you, 7-8. If they win more than that, I would sit here and tell you they did a 